Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Ooh, hold up. Just got a new sale, order fulfilled, and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world. Ah, you can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. Hey, class of 2021. I'm incredibly proud to be your commencement speaker. Thank you, Morty, for inviting me, and thanks to the board and Lanny Martin, its chairman, for allowing me to speak, even though you guys know me from my six years of service on this board, and that this invitation is a tiny bit risky. But it is an honor to follow in Mayor Lori Lightfoot's steps. Last year, she brought gravitas to this event while she honored George Floyd and implored graduates to participate in our democracy. This is a special year to do the Northwestern University commencement. This is my 35th anniversary of my Northwestern University undergraduate commencement. And most importantly, Stephen Colbert, who also graduated from NU, or almost did in 1986, did this speech exactly 10 years ago. And he predicted that the speaker for 2021 would be, and I quote, a zoo parrot with a mortarboard that has been trained to say congratulations. So here I am, Gwyn Shotwell, your zoo parrot, for the class of 2021, congratulations to you. Class of 21, you have achieved something important. All graduations deserve a celebration, but you, this class of 2021, have an even greater achievement. You not only survived, but succeeded throughout the insanity of 2020 and into this year. You were able to focus and invest in your future during a period of immense suffering. Though many of the issues that we face going forward will be different, I think highly dynamic social, political, and economic situations are the new normal, and you are now better prepared to succeed in them. You have lived it and not just survived, but succeeded. Feel good about that and carry that new skill with you. I think you will use it. Okay, before I share a few jewels of my life lessons learned, there are a few things you should know about me to help put my remarks in context. I am a mother, a wife, a mechanical engineer, and nerd. We aren't all nerds, but I'm proud to be one. I'm a longtime SpaceX employee and leader, an active listener, a rancher, of course a wildcat, and an aspiring winemaker. I love my country, even though it is flawed, and I am committed to helping resolve its social injustices. And I am desperate to be a grandmother, but my children aren't cooperating in my vision, at least yet. My road to Northwestern started in Libertyville, Illinois, which is a small town north of the university. That's where I grew up. 
I did very well in elementary and high school academics, and I also worked incredibly hard at having a full social life. I decided to be a mechanical engineer after my mother took me to a Society of Women Engineers event when I was only 15 or 16. I applied only to Northwestern University School of Engineering. But it wasn't because it was the best engineering school. I applied because of Northwestern's richness in other fields. Medill was ranked among the top, or was the top at that time, as was the theater program. This was important to me because as a teenage girl in the late 70s, yep, I'm that old, I was terrified as being tagged as a nerd. Now I'm super proud to be one. I was accepted by Northwestern. I'm not sure I would be today, so I think I timed that properly. And I completed two degrees from this fine institution, a bachelor's degree in mechanical engineering and a master's degree in applied math. Though I criticize my engineering education as too theoretical, I think the best engineers are those that can put the theoretical to practice, and I got almost no practice as an undergrad. Northwestern highlighted the criticality of broad-based thinking. Just being good in math and science will not drive success. It's whole brain thinking brought to practice that does. I'm thankful that Dina Tino has brought a strong focus of this concept and applied it so well here to Northwestern Engineering. As I was building my own foundation in engineering, I also found time to build a family. I gave birth to and raised two extraordinary children who are better people than I and could be president of the universe rather than just being president of SpaceX. One is a double alum in mechanical engineering from Northwestern, and one will be a double alum from Stanford, both in mechanical engineering and business. As a mother giving advice to potential future parents, never tell your children what they should be when they grow up. They will, in fact, do the opposite. But you can be a good role model or show them good role models, as my mother did for me. She was an artist. For the last nearly 19 years, I have worked for one of, if not the finest physicist and engineer, Elon Musk. He gave me the opportunity to help him grow SpaceX from 10 people to nearly 10,000 people and from zero revenue to billions annually. I have helped bring the commercial launch business back to this country, along with the tens of thousands of jobs that come with it. The one accomplishment that we have that I am most proud of is helping to get our country flying astronauts again on American-made rockets and spaceships. We are now positioned to fly astronauts from all over the world on our Dragon spaceship, and later this year, we will fly the first all-civilian mission where regular, everyday people will travel to space on a multi-day journey around Earth. And this is just the beginning. I hope that I have helped create a path that allows humans to live on Earth, the Moon, or Mars, whichever their choice. I hope for a future where people can live even further out amongst other star systems and galaxies. I often joke about wanting to meet other people and see otherworldly fashion. I know I won't see that in my lifetime, but I hope that my work serves as a foundation or a small beginning to achieve that. Okay, so now that you know more about me, it's time to share some advice. I'll name three and then I'll go back and talk about them. Set and try to achieve absolutely absurd goals, and don't be afraid of failing if you can't achieve them. Work hard, really hard, and be helpful. Be kind, but at minimum, be respectful. Don't be afraid to admit that if you fail, you were wrong, and take a different path. Or better yet, don't even consider trying something and not getting the outcome that you want as failure. Consider it. This show is brought to you by Backblaze. I use Backblaze to back up my podcast, my video files, all of my writing stuff and all my photos. And you get unlimited computer backup from Macs and PCs for just $7 a month. You can back up your own documents, photos, videos, drawings, projects, 
all of your data and access your backed up data from anywhere in the world using the web app. And you can access the files on your mobile too. iOS, Android apps, all covered. And this is the cool part. This is my favorite part. You can restore it by mail. A hard drive will come to your house with all your data shipped to your door. It could come to your business too. And you can restore return refund program. So you can buy a hard drive restore, send the hard drive back within 30 days and get a full refund. So basically they ship you this hard drive and then you ship it back and you don't ever pay for it, which is the perfect program for somebody who has huge files and you don't want to waste days and days downloading terabytes and teraflops of data. And if you're worried about accidentally deleting your files, two bucks extra a month, you can increase your retention history to one year. And I use it for all of my video files. It comes in super handy. So $7 plus $2, $9 a month, and you get everything backed up. Ease of mind for up to a year. And if you use the URL backblaze.com slash Elon, you get a fully featured 15 day, no credit card required free trial. Check it out. Play with it. Start protecting yourself from potential bad times. Back your stuff up. It's recommended by the New York Times, Inc., Macworld, PC World, LifeWire, Wired, Tom's Guide, 9 to 5 Mac, and more. And it's recently been listed on the NASDAQ Stock Exchange under BLZE, so you know they're legit. Backblaze is committed more than ever to bringing easy and affordable data storage that you can trust. Don't be that person that forgot to back up their important files. We've got your back. Sign up for a free 15-day trial. No credit card required. Go there, sign up, play with it. It's really powerful and it's really easy to use. So go to backblaze.com slash Elon. Backblaze.com slash Elon. Backblaze.com slash Elon. Growth. When I was considering joining SpaceX back in 2002, I was struggling with the decision and drawing it out for weeks. It seemed so risky for me personally to join this little startup in an industry where none had ever succeeded. At the time, I was a part-time single mother, and this was just too far out of my comfort zone. I was driving on the freeway here in LA when it finally hit me. I was being a total idiot. Who cares if I tried this job and either I failed or the company failed? What I recognized at that moment was that it was the trying part that was the most important. Try that risky thing. Be a part of something exciting. I don't want to imagine what my life and career would be like had I said no. I'm sure I would have been fine, but I would not have been a part of this amazing company working alongside such extraordinary people. Not taking that job would have been the fail. On a business level, SpaceX took massive reputational risk mastering the technology and operations associated with landing a rocket. In fact, we were continually criticized by our competitors and the media for these failures. I looked on these failures as a source of pride. Our very first attempt to land the rocket on a drone ship, we hit it. We didn't land on it, but we hit the drone ship. That tiny target was hundreds of miles away from the launch site in a vast ocean. After about a dozen attempts, we finally succeeded in landing that rocket. And landing rockets has become almost routine for us. It's still tricky, but it's almost routine. And that technology has been enormously helpful to our business and is critical to establishing a settlement on Mars. If you can't land the rocket, you can't get people to the surface. Working hard and being helpful. I was hired as vice president of business development. That means head of sales. Well, I did my job and we got customers, but then their missions needed to be managed and we needed an accounting and finance function because we actually were bringing in money. We needed to work closely with the launch ranges and get permission to be able to launch from them. So I took that on as well. 
And as we demonstrated success, we needed a government affairs function to play defense for us in DC as our competitors started fighting us. I remember even vacuuming the carpets before a big customer event. In 2008, when we won our biggest contract to date, a nearly $2 billion effort from NASA to take science experiments and cargo to and from the International Space Station, Elon needed a partner, and he asked me to do it. I think it was in large part because I had kept growing my scope, being helpful in other areas to the company, all trying to do a great job. Being kind, but at minimum, you must be respectful. Note that almost everyone that you interact with every day is battling some demon or trying to get through some issue. Please consider this as you battle your way to work on the subway, as you're hurrying through the lines at the grocery store, or as you get frustrated with someone in a meeting at work. At SpaceX, we have a no asshole policy. These kinds of people, assholes, interrupt others. They shut down or co-op conversation, and they create a hostile environment where no one wants to contribute. This is not a way to promote sharing good, innovative, and even outrageous ideas that are required to solve hard problems. In short, the best way to find solutions to hard problems is to listen harder, not talk louder. Embrace the ideas of your fellow workers, especially when they differ greatly from yours. Stuff that I'm not sharing lessons on, but that I think are really important, especially to talk about in a commencement speech in 2021. I'm worried about a lot of things, but I'm not knowledgeable enough in these things to have any useful advice for you, at least not yet. However, I cannot in a commencement speech in 2021 fail to mention the things that I worry about, knowing that many are problems I want to help tackle in the future. I'm worried about our nation's children. We are not giving all of our children an education that will shape them into resourceful and productive people that our country needs to remain relevant. Every child is a resource to better our future, and our future will be driven by technology. That is why I am so concerned about the science and math test scores that we have in this country. China scores first. Ireland, I just bring this up because it's where my heritage is, my ancestors are from Ireland, score 12th. And the United States ranks 25th. Worse than that, if there is a worse than scoring 25th in math and science, as well as reading, is that the gap between our lowest scoring students and our highest scoring students is widening. We are not preparing our children for their future. I love this country, and I'm worried about the widening economic, social, and racial divide, which was amplified during the pandemic. Not addressing education for our youth is not helping that. We are not treating our neighbors with res the respect that they deserve. We are not listening hard to each other and respectfully working on the really important issues that we face as a country and as a human race. I haven't helped our country work on these issues yet. I whine a lot about it, and it's time probably in the very near term for me to commit and help fix them. Maybe we can work on these things together. So I've given you some actual experience that taught me that more can be accomplished when crazy ideas are respected, listened to, and evaluated, that being helpful and hardworking pays off, it did for me, and that wasting resources, especially human capital, is a moral and ethical sin, and that a small group of people, like those of us here at SpaceX, can change an industry and, by extension, can help change the world. Growing up and even early in my career, my friends, colleagues, and I focused on getting ahead with an aside or maybe even an afterthought that maybe we should do something good for the world. But as I accumulate more life's lessons, it's clear that a far richer life results from switching that up, finding a career where your pursuit of a better world leads to your getting ahead. And all of you have in you right now all that you need to start your pursuit of a better world.
Congratulations and Godspeed.